Have you been looking for a way to stay focused on your goals and grow your MSP? Accountability groups from Rocket MSP can help. We offer weekly accountability sessions that meet online with a group of your peers. Your success begins with accountability. Go to www.rocketmsp.io to join your accountability group today. Oh, this is awesome. Crickets, 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 crickets. And the Zoom talk is actually streaming the Zoom chat. Hello. All right, Angel, you able to hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. All right, <clears throat> sweet. All right, so now I need to... I need more stuff behind me. <laughs> Let me see here. I need to disable his video. I'm going to step away for a second and I'll I'll be right back. No problem. Hey, I thought I'm here. All right. Sorry about the technical difficulties. But not a problem. But we got it. <clears throat> All right. So, um I'm going to disable his video. All right. And this is working. Good. Okay. So uh, <laughs> we're supposed to go live in one minute. So I'm going to be quick. Uh, Adam, do you have like an agenda or a, a slideshow or are you just looking to do Q&A? Uh, I'm just looking to do some Q&A. Uh, I don't okay. uh, have any slideshow. Don't necessarily have an agenda. Sorry, I'm trying to get my lighting right. No problem. Very um, important. If, if you spin... There you go. If th you want the sun in front of you, or or that's that's perfect. That's perfect. Excellent. Um, will you have uh, the ability to share screen so that way, if, if people have technical questions, absolutely, absolutely. Cool. All right. I know Angel stepped away. I'm gonna I'm gonna say let's do this and. Um, unfortunately, like I said, we had to, we had to, oh, we're actually on the air. It's, it's already going too. Okay. Now I understand why everyone's like, Hey, uh, crickets. Okay. So hi guys. I didn't realize that as soon as, as soon as I hit the stream button that it went live, I'm doing this a little differently today. 
Um, Angel and Adam were both having issues using the, um, the, the um, crowd. I can't think. Yeah, the, the crowdcast. Um, so essentially, we're using Zoom. So for any of you guys that are members of MSP webinars and are like, I'm hearing things and it sounds strange, um, exit Zoom or exit Crowdcast. If you're a member of MSP webinars and you're in Zoom, you can watch this live on Zoom instead if you want. Um, so this is going to be, I, I think this is going to be a fun one. Um, Angel and Adam. Uh, Angel, you are an MSP, correct? That's correct. All right. And Adam, do you still have an MSP? No, I do not have an MSP. I sold it in 2016. Lucky. So you, <laughs> you, had, a, you had a successful MSP and sold it, and now you do ConnectWise Consulting. Absolutely, yeah. So what I do is I started my MSP in 2002 and uh, sold uh, my MSP business uh, because I worked myself out of the business, uh, becoming a silent partner and decided to literally take on ConnectWise Consulting and coaching because that's the tool I've used since 2004. So a long time user of ConnectWise and absolutely have a passion and love teaching and educating people about the platform. Perfect. So let's, um, let's just kind of dive right in. Uh, for everyone that is in the Crowdcast system, um, go ahead and pop into the polls, make sure you answer those just because I'm curious uh, you know, and, and this will help us kind of tailor the webinar to you. And then also pop into the ask a question section. Um, ask, ask your questions, start asking away. Now, Angel, you are using both manage and automate, right? That's correct. Awesome. And Adam, you are mainly a consultant for manage. Mainly consultant for manage and sell, uh, automate some little more engineering, but we do get into that a little bit just for integration pieces for agreement thinking and so forth. Okay. So I would say my first question is why is ConnectWise like either loved or absolutely hated? I think I want to start there. Who do you want to start with? Let's let's start with Angel. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. All right, here we go. So, uh, why is ConnectWise loved and hated? If you don't love and hate ConnectWise, you're not using ConnectWise. Uh, so it's loved because, in, in my opinion, it's a very good Swiss Army knife. Uh, it's got so much to it that that you know, if you're using all of it, you're probably going to be like Adam and end up selling your MSP because. You're done. You've finished. You've MSP'd. Uh, but if you're not using all of it, you've still got a ways to go. So it's a great Swiss Army knife that's got so much in it. Um, the the downside, though, is, and, and I, I, I speak a lot about this, and, and Automate is the same way, okay? There's so much flexibility that I, I feel personally, every time I look at a piece of software that has a lot of flexibility, the downside is, is that the usability and the end user interface are going to be sacrificed for the sake of flexibility. So a lot of people want to see eye candy these days. I'm not a fan of eye candy. In fact, I was pretty vocal when, when Automate went to their new eye candy interface and everything slowed down to a crawl. 
Uh, <clears throat> so from, from the managed side, that's the hate part that it, it does take a lot of work because if you don't know, and this is actually probably the, the, the area where Adam's going to be able to speak very authoritatively in, if you don't have a grasp of how your MSP runs and processes, you will not be able to tell ConnectWise Manage how to help you run your MSP. So that's my big roundabout answer. Okay. Um, and for those of you that are watching via Facebook or YouTube, I'm also going to be watching their four questions. So that way we can make sure we get to everyone's questions. Okay. So uh, just wanted to throw that out there as well. Okay. So uh, next question. Well, are we, are we get to answer here. Yeah, give it to Adam. I'm pointing here because that's where he looks. He's, but he's here for me. I figured I was just going to so, uh, question, but okay. We, it's, it's all good. So yeah, I mean, it's a love-hate relationship with ConnectWise because we just see so many people frustrated with, you know, support, dealing with support over there is a big one. Um, you know, a lot of, it's, it's a really grow, fast-growing company uh, and support tends to be very lacking or responsive to issues are, are very slow. But ultimately, you know, you have to make sure your business processes are really solid. When we start doing implementations or we coach, you know, clients through ConnectWise, we immediately start off the business processes first and foremost, sales, service, and finance. Those have to be really solid. Then we basically then say, okay, now let's bring in ConnectWise. Let's set it up. Let's put some structure. Let's add some best practices and so forth in the platform. So that's where, you know, a lot of people, you know, especially with ConnectWise, it's really fast implementation. They've never seeked outside help outside of ConnectWise themselves. ConnectWise is really good at their software application. Uh, maybe the development can be a little lacking sometimes. A little seems a little careless of, you know, when they release updates and it suddenly breaks one area that has always been working. Uh, so there's some little, you know, things and pain points throughout, uh, you know, my many 15 years working with them that are that are just really super frustrating. But, you know, it's a it's a, like I said, it's a love hate. Uh, but if you embrace the application, build your business processes, it's really amazing tool. And that's why myself, that's why I exist as a business is I, I solely only work with people who have ConnectWise uh, and we focus on building business processes and the sales, service and finance, and then leverage the tool to its ability and capability and build it out properly. So it's, you're able to scale with your MSP. The biggest thing is scaling and growing. And a lot of people sure. just immediately implement ConnectWise as fast as possible and don't really think about the scale. So when they go to scale, they grow, you know, past a million, two million, five million, ten million. It's it becomes the pain points, you know, really shine. So, um, Angel, how many how many users do you have in Manage? Seven. Okay, seven users in Manage. And how many you uh, endpoints are you managing in Automate? Man, that sounds confusing. <laughs> I know. I hated the name change. It was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen, but whatever. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not up at the ivory tower, although I can drive to the ivory tower and throw things at it to get my tickets escalated. So oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, they're just up the road. So it's all good. Um, so we're, we're managing a little over 700 endpoints. Okay, so 700 endpoints, seven uh, people in your ConnectWise manage so are all of the people in manage technical or do you also have like an office manager or other yeah, I've manager? got office office manager sales as well so uh, okay not everybody in manage is technical so you you have more than 100 endpoints per tech yes okay 
Now, with that said, how do you feel your your automate is configured? Do you, do you feel like you could be automating more? Uh, I'd say we're at about 10, 15% of what we could be doing. So there's a ton okay. more left to go. Okay. And I, it's, I think it's very important when you're talking about manage and automate to understand that this is a journey for pretty much every MSP, okay? Because anytime you start a new tool, uh, or even even just, you know, we, we, we changed over to the MSP model about a, a decade ago. So when we, th- that's a journey. I mean, we've been through three RMM tools. Uh, so each time, you know, each tool does something different. Uh, and, and it's a journey. So uh, a lot of folks that might be watching this may be frustrated because they're not automated. <laughs> well, it's a journey. You got to pick and choose what you want automated. Um, you know, noise is huge. If you go too fast, you know, you're going to end up with tons of noise that just ends up being meaningless. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the hardest things. Adam, can you can you speak to the noise? I, I, I know that, you know, out of the box, automate seems overwhelming. And then once you turn on, oh gosh, what's that, that thing ignite. they added a few years? Yes, Ignite. Once you turn on Ignite, then it just blows your your whatever PSA you're using, whatever ticketing tool you're using, it blows it up um, with, with noise. So can you speak to the noise and, and educate us? How, how can we go about cleaning up the noise so that way we, we just aren't deleting or, or closing every ticket and ignoring everything because there's going to be important stuff in there. Absolutely. Yeah. So what we really want you to focus on when you're dealing with automate and the ticket explosion, because there's, there's two categories of tickets. It's really informational alert and really critical alert. We only want to really focus on the critical alert. Informational alerts is, you know, Hey, this network was down and it was now has repaired itself after, you know, paying five times it's now recovered. We don't, you know, that's, that's noise. Um, you know, you really have to engage with a, you know, an automate consultant, uh, it is a beast of a program. I am not an automate consultant. Uh, I, it's an engineering platform. You really have to tune the platform. We use great companies such as Proval, Stack Advisors in the industry that really know how to tune that particular application because uh, I'm okay. focused more on the manage, the connectalize, the service board. That's fine. And we really, you know, at the end of the day, I think, Angel, you can probably speak to this, you know, being the MSP is you really have to take a step back and say, what alerts do I really need to see? Okay, server down, network outages, uh, my backup failures. What is the most critical thing? And so we, we, you know, I encourage everybody to take a step back from the application and then go and design, you know, the reports or not reports, but the alerts that you're wanting to see. And, and that really also goes back to who you're serving. If you are serving companies that are not under any kind of regulatory compliance uh, requirements, which my attorney will argue that every company is under regulatory compliance for cybersecurity, but that's another story for another 50 webinars. Um, <laughs> if you're serving doctors, okay, that's going to look differently than if you're serving CPAs. Okay. That may also look different than if you're serving a janitorial services company. Okay. So the noise is dependent on what you're really, you know, who, who you're serving and what their needs are versus what your needs are as an MSP. Because at the end of the day, who we serve dictates how we serve. Excellent. Um, 
with that said, how do I want to phrase this next question? Um, I do want to go, I want to rewind real quick. That's what I want to do. Adam, when you had your successful MSP before you sold it, how many endpoints were you managing? How many, how many employees did you have in your manage? Uh, we had about a thousand endpoints and I want to say maybe a little bit more than that. Um, I think we're left with 12 employees, okay. 10 employees, 10 to 12 employees. So, but our peak, uh, was 2008. So we had about 20 employees. So, um, shrank a little bit, but obviously profitability increased. So that's what the bottom line is a big number you want to achieve. So, uh, through efficiencies and scaling, you know, we were able to make it much more efficient. Great. For those of you that are joining us late, um, no problem. We're, we're just getting started. We're doing a ConnectWise tech chat, tech talk. Uh, we've got Angel and Adam joining us. And <clears throat> Adam is dialed in and that's fine. But that's why his, his lips are moving and his voice isn't lined up. So um, don't ask. Now you know. <laughs> it's it's not a software glitch. It's just, you know, how it works when you dial in. Um, Apologize. Right. I'm in Redondo Beach at a conference right now. So it's all good. Enjoy it, man. <laughs> I'm in my office on a webinar. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm in my office. Yeah. You, Adam, it looks like you're like on a balcony. <laughs> oh, I, I, I am on a balcony. And I was thinking of actually moving out to the harbor here and walking. <laughs> Nice, nice. Awesome. All right, let me check on the Q&A section here before I ask. I don't want to, uh, let's see. I believe Automate will only be able to provide traditional IT management. Do you feel like within the next two, three years max, modern management like Intune by Microsoft will be a full replacement for Automate, rendering it unnecessary why or why not? Oh All right. Uh, <clears throat> I'll speak to that. So here's my harsh reality that I think is going on. I think at some point Microsoft has, for, for, for whatever reasons, um, they, I believe, are working very hard to, I guess, make people believe they can IT themselves. So... Uh, while they're working hard at doing that, I also believe that that's not true. There's still a very valid place for MSPs. And uh, I, I believe that you're going to see where Intune or Microsoft will make it a little bit difficult to manage things uh, with, uh, with RMM, but then you'll, you'll see RMM catch back up as has happened in the past, particularly with uh, Windows patching and Windows 10 and other other items like that. So I think it's going to be a tension that happens. Uh, I think it's Microsoft trying to, I guess, figure out how to remain relevant when, in my opinion, I don't think they really need to figure that out as long as they produce a great solid base of an operating system that can be managed. You know, that that's, that's one of the things where I believe windows, you know, Microsoft created an industry, Apple created a product. And, um, you know, still managing and, and, and dealing with Macs in an enterprise environment is just not not really happening. And it doesn't sound like they have any intention of going that route. So, um, you know, th as long as 
Microsoft keeps making Windows very easy to manage in an enterprise and in a broad environment, there will be a place for a tool like Automate and, uh, you know, Intune will come in and try and do its thing. Um, There's still, you know, it's not a be all end all, uh, but we'll see. That's my prediction. Any, any thoughts on that, Adam? Yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of questions about automate. Um, you know, it's a really fantastic tool. I mean, um, I can't, I mean, I, my main focus is manage and sell. Um, so, you know, I think it's pretty spot on what Angel is kind of saying. Um, I see that somebody asked about something with regards to sales, uh, that, uh, about, I don't know if it was about manage or about automate. Let me tell you just something harsh reality about dealing with ConnectWise sales. Whatever they say, get them to put it in writing, okay? Because unless it is in writing and in your contract, it will not be delivered. I think you just... Absolutely do concur. Um, Jordan said, sounds like great people to give money to. Arnie does have a very nice vehicle and uh, ConnectWise <laughs> does have a very nice uh, office. And uh, there are a lot of people that work there. And uh, I will tell you that we've had words. <laughs> we've had words. So let's look at manage for a moment. By the way, you asked about the love-hate relationship. That's part of the hate relationship. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Jordan said angel with a candlestick in the library. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's let's talk manage for a minute. Um, Manage is really capable. And Adam, I'm going to start with you on this one. So with, with manage, I know you're able to set up i think they call them uh i forgot what they call them wow i suck at this today the uh tracks connectwise has tracks in manage do they still call them tracks they still call them tracks yeah exactly yep and can you explain to us a good scenario for using a track and let's let's talk like you know entry level i want to get my, I want to dip my toes in the water with tracks. I'm not trying to overwhelm myself. Yep. I mean, the easiest example is uh, dealing with sales to service handoff and getting a new client. Uh, you know, when taking a prospect and turning into a client, you know, uh, going through that process, really a track is doing, you know, automated key steps, maybe notifications to clients, maybe an email sent out. You know, we engage in tracks in sending whenever a client, you know, whenever a company comes, a client of ours, we automate, it's completely automated where the tracks will send out an email out to my vendor to send out, you know, a welcome package uh, to, uh, you know, my new client or a thank you card or whatever. And it also then triggers an event for my accounting team to, you know, uh, engage and set up uh, an agreement and then make all the steps inside to, you know, set up the client as an active financial paying uh, customer. And then we also then set off a trigger to my services delivery team to onboard that particular client, you know, ask a questionnaire and so forth. And then, then you can also delay that, you know, set certain time intervals and 
say in three months, you know, our most of our, you know, implementations take anywhere from, you know, 60 to, you know, six months, depending on the size of the organization, we can set up a trigger to say, hey, in four months, send them, a, send them a, another little package of thank you, you know, for, you know, feeling, you know, ha- having our business and, you know, our business and just uh, hope you enjoy the platform, you know. Um, you know, there's, yeah, there's a love hate relationship. You guys are beating, you know, Arnie up for whatever he's driving, but it is, it's a phenomenal application. I, you know, I have, a, I'm dealing with a lot of companies switching from AutoPath over to, to, you know, manage ConnectWise. And obviously I'm sure it's vice versa. There's a lot of people switching back and forth. Um, you know, it's just use the platform, use the tools you have. I think Steve, you use AutoTask. Is that correct? A few times. <laughs> so uh you know it's just whatever tools you have too, you know exactly you know and that's the biggest thing is whatever tools you have right you just leverage them you know and write down the good and bad and whatever you know platform you enjoy and work with and you know you feel like you know everything's gonna be a love hate you know autotask has its own love hate you know everybody does you know so just embrace the tool that you have and build it out uh, by the way, I'm happy to say that three years after we switched from Autotask, they finally closed the ticket that they were working on for us. Okay. <laughs> and I got an email notification about it. So so let's talk about, I just want to talk, okay, so with tracks, you've got like line after line after line of, of uh, the sequence of everything that it does, right? Yep. Okay, so... When in a track, what are some of the functions that you can do in a track? Awesome. Uh, getting quite technical here. Sometimes it's better to even show a screen and so forth. Um, is there any questions about tracks or is this just, is this just a topic on tracks? I didn't know. I just, tracks. I, what? there's no questions on tracks. I just more okay. or less want to gotcha. understand what, like what, what, like, okay, so you can assign a ticket, create a ticket, send an email that like, you know, that type of stuff. What kind of stuff can a track do when, when looking at granular one event uh, in, in within a whole track? Yeah. So inside a track, you can, you know, basically add uh, a particular company or contact into a, a group, a marketing group. You can change, you know, company statuses, um, you can create activities, so you can use it for sales activities, create service tickets, and you can even just send off an email. So uh, those are really kind of the actions that you can do. Um, and then basically then on each of those actions, you can populate various different uh, descriptions or templates, you, you know, ticket templates, um, you know, for like, let's say onboarding an MSP versus uh, a new server. You know, you might want to create a service ticket uh, with a certain template, so you can choose a certain template. Um, it, those are really kind of the main actions that you can do, and it's all within the ConnectWise setup tables, the track setup table. Um, now you mentioned sharing your screen. Do you do you have a do you have like a a track demo mm-hmm. that you want to show us? Not necessarily a track demo, uh, but I can certainly show you within ConnectWise. Let me share my desktop here. So inside ConnectWise, you have these tracks. So a new service lead, creating a, you know, activity for a particular company inquiry, sending the email out, you know, then they also can create another activity. So here's some more actions here, creating a service ticket, 
I can choose my ticket template here, and then I can say, you know, perform this after, you know, five days or whatever. Um, so once again, I stress to not immediately go into building and designing a uh, track inside ConnectWise first. Break out a whiteboard, whiteboard something out, whiteboard the steps, whiteboard, you know, the issues that you're having or how you can automate it. Because once again, a lot of people say, hey, I, I want to set up track. I'm like, okay, well, what do you want to automate? You know, what do you, what, what triggers do you want? What is it? Everything. Are you, you onboarding? I want to automate everything. Yeah, <laughs> everything. And so that's a lot of people come to me at that. I'm like, okay, well, let's start off with the very basics. Uh, we always go to the sales to service handoff, so that's the most difficult one. Um, and so that's where we write down each individual step of the sales to service handoff um, between those two departments, or it could be, you know, two team members, um, various size. And so once again, I whiteboard things out, uh, document steps, and then we say, okay, well, who gets the notification? How do they get it? Is it just an email? Is it a ticket or is it, you know, uh, an activity? Obviously service engineers and so forth, service team works out of tickets. Sales team works out of activities. And do you want to just send an email out to a client, you know, a templated email saying, hey, thanks for finding our agreement. And, you know, in the next few days, you're going to get this and this and this and this. So those are commonly, you know, that's the very first one we usually start off with. Um, and then outside that, you can have other, you know, tracks. Um, you know, what other ones do we see? Um, let's see, QBRs, quarterly business reviews is another one. So scheduling those out. Uh, so automatically creating the ticket on a quarterly basis. Um, and you can do that with ticket templates, but you might want to send an email out to a client at the same time, uh, you know, a nice formatted email. So that's where you can use a track to do that, to do certain triggers for that. And then you might want to have the sales team create an activity for the sales team because QBRs, I like to do service uh, analysis and also sales uh, analysis from the, you know, uh, what is it, um, tactical versus technical. So we want to be very technical with our sales team and very technical with our uh, engineering team. I like that. I, I, you know, it's, that's catchy. Now, Angel, um, are you willing to share your, your, tr like if you go into setup tables tracks, that won't show any uh, customer information. Are you willing to, to share some tracks you've created? No, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he wasn't kidding when he said, 10 to 15% of the system. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it really comes down to what you're focusing on. And so the past couple of years, we've had quite a bit of growth within our company. So, you know, a couple of years ago, we were only at four total employees. We almost doubled. So as you add employees, you can, it then makes sense to add automation because literally, you know, handing off a sale from the engineering or from the sales department to the engineering department was literally moving a stack of papers from one place on my desk to the other place. So it, it it's not really worth the time that's to automate kind of so that, you know, but now I have somebody that's a senior engineer where I literally have to thoroughly document everything that I promised the client and then hand it over to him so that he can then engage the technical team to, to actually do it. So, um, you know, we're getting to the point where we're going to need some of that automation. Also, I'm bringing on, I've been onboarding a salesperson for the past couple months. And so we're also developing how that sales process looks like from how we're going to market 
to how we're going to, you know, end up doing uh, the sales onboarding and all that. So once all those processes, like Adam said, once you have them actually done in real life, then you can replicate them in uh, whatever tool you're using uh, to, to actually automate some of that. And then really automation is sending people reminders. Hey, don't forget to do this. You know, today you got to yeah. bring donuts to so-and-so you know, Hey, today make a phone call to, to such and such. So, you know, th- there's no, nothing like mystical about tracks. It's just, Hey, how do we do something consistently every time? So would you say, uh, for example, if you have a process you've divined, uh, d- divined, really, if you've got a process you have defined, um, for example, client onboarding, and you've got step-by-step, step, here's all the things that we need to do. That is really easy to take that, you know, Word document and turn it into a track because you already have that roadmap, right, guys? Correct. It is very hard to take something that's on your in your head and not mapped out on paper and turn that into a track. Okay. And it might also be helpful to not just write it down and immediately turn it into a track. You want to, you know, write that, process out and actually run few it a few times to because you're going to have to tweak you know no matter no matter how perfectly you think you wrote that out you're you're going to have to make changes and 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 here's the reality i mean i I don't mind taking jabs at our industry because hey we we have to we have to face reality most of us out there are not big enough that we're doing onboardings frequent enough to spend the time doing the processes and automating those processes. It's more important for us to get more consistent, put it on a piece of paper and get it done, get it consistent. And once it is tried and true, and once you're seeing two, three, four onboardings a month, then spend the time and you'll have the money at that point to do it and to hire somebody like Adam. But a lot of people want this stuff to work out of the box. And the problem is, is your business doesn't work out of the box. Your software can't either. Yeah. And so, you know, Steve, I know you immediately went to track commonly. People immediately come to us and say, Hey, we want to start automating our business. I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? Uh, what, what do you want to look at? And so I immediately go to show me uh, your document that you have for your sales service onboarding is an example. That's where we always start. And they don't have one. MSPs simply just don't have one. Uh, standard offering procedures, SOPs. We obviously have a huge library of those and we give them to you provide them to you. And then, but we also coach you and build that platform out uh, and build those processes out. And that's why, you know, once again, I'll jump back to the love hate relationship with ConnectWise. People hate it because the platform doesn't exactly work. They want everything to like, they just think it's like launching a web. It just just isn't a mind reader. It it also isn't a silver bullet. It's not going to fix your business. If your business is broken, software ain't going to fix it. Mm -hmm. You're exactly right. Exactly. And so, you know, I, I didn't use the analogy of like, hey, I'm just going to launch this brand new website and now I'm going to get, you know, millions of dollars in hits and, you know, 10,000 hits a month. And it's like, that's simply not going to happen. I have to drive traffic. I have to create it engaging. You have to actually do things inside ConnectWise to actually change your business and, you know, drive, you know, profitability, drive the scalability uh, with your business. And that's, you know, we immediately start out with documentation of your SOPs. So, for for either of you, before you start to automate anything, you need to document it out and 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 look at the process and say, this this I think is gonna work, and then actually test it. 
and that even that even probably works better with automate too you know even, even if you just get a whiteboard or or whatever and say okay i want to automate client onboarding with automate so once we deploy the agent how how do we want this to work you know we want it to uninstall all their crap re, you know start installing all of our crap <laughs> everything's crap right and right. um so so do you in automate have anything like that automated you know have you, have you started building on any of that type of stuff we do uh and it's not 100 percent automated and here's why because every msp uses different crap so if we onboard a client that's got crap we haven't seen before we have to write a process and automate to remove the crap okay um for example we, we're going to talk about control later. So control installs a different unique installer for every instance out there. And in order to uninstall it, you have to know the signature of that installer to build an uninstall script for it. So again, I don't have every one of my competitors in my automate ready to roll so that whenever I run across their screen connect, I can, or control, sorry, I'm using the wrong terms here. Um, every time I run into their control, I can uninstall it. It, it just doesn't work that way. So but going back, I saw a comment about the salespeople. Um, going back to that, the salespeople are going to tell you what it is. It's their job to sell you the product, right? They're going to tell you whatever it is you want to hear. And most of it is true. But there's a huge but in there. And the but is, is your business ready for it? Is it practical? Uh, does it make sense? Is it a reasonable automation? You know, or is it easy just to learn how to build it as you need it? Sometimes these things are easier, you know, to, to, to build when you need it. And, and I'll be honest with you. If you only have one server in your entire realm of agents that's got this one application and that application's not that critical. Do you want to spend 12, 13, 14 hours building as this elaborate automation on how to monitor it? Or is it easy just to pop into that server in the morning, take five minutes, or even pop open the control screen or uh, control automate, whatever, the automate screen, uh, pop open the automate screen and actually get a, um, uh, you know, the status of, of that application. So you, you just there's a lot of business decisions that you have to make and you have to be comfortable seeing them as business decisions before you ask the software to do something. And I just, uh, I wanted to pop the, the poll questions up here. I'm not shocked that star Wars won, by the way. <laughs> oh, great. Here, here we go. Peanut gallery is chatting. Uh, all right, he doesn't, okay, so Joe says he doesn't use any of those. He uses ConnectWise, LabTech, and Screen Connect. You might want to run some updates, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like your support contract is out. <laughs> so I thought you would, I thought you guys would find this interesting. Um, we, a lot of people here are using control, uh, or at least of the people that answered, there are more yeses than noes on control, but there's more noes than yeses on manage and automate. Why? <laughs> control is freaking awesome. If you're using automate and you're not using control, you're wasting money on something else. 
Well, I mean, of the five no's, I mean, there are seven no's on automate. So um, there are there are five people not using any ConnectWise products right now. So, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, and then we also have uh, four people that are not on SP owners. They're just, you know, assessing the situation. Or maybe they just work for one and are just trying to learn so they can use their, their products better. So I just thought you guys would uh, appreciate the um, the information on who's here today. Cool. And, you know, earlier when I was asking, Jordan prefers the, prefers the term slave, not employee. I got a that's, job for you. That's um, really unfortunate. Um, earlier when I was talking about tracks, one of the things I was I was going to ask is, you know, you, you can have it do all kinds of nifty stuff. So uh, one of the things that, that I started doing, and this is after I signed up for ConnectWise the first time, ConnectWise sent me a tin of cookies. And uh, when I signed up for ConnectWise, and this was back in, I don't know, 2010, 2011, somewhere around there. And the tin of cookies came from Christie Cookie Company. Uh, I have no idea if ConnectWise is still doing that, but they should. Because you got to get something out of your hundreds of dollars a month, right? Um, Boy, I wish it so, were hundreds. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> depending on however many, <laughs> however many agents and, and employees you have, it could be thousands, right? So, uh, oh, good. Eric said he gets a book now. Um, all right. So I said, man, these are some darn good cookies. And I went to Christy Cookie and I said how do I do this? And they said, give us $85 in your logo and we'll do it for you. I said, that's it. I said, yeah. So after 85 bucks, they, they printed a bunch of tin lids for me. And uh, yeah. So, so can I, uh, and the, the way to order these is to send an email. So can I use ConnectWise Manage to send an email to somebody that's, you know, not the account manager, not the contact, you know, you know, can I send an email to a specific email address and say, Hey, new customer. And then, you know, merge their, whatever the term is, the, the address and the attention to from ConnectWise using that track and, and automate sending out this email that says, send these guys some brownies or cookies or whatever you want to send out. Absolutely. So we, we do this exact thing. We, uh, if you've ever been to IT Nation, uh, you tend to know that IT people tend to drink. So uh, we actually use One Hope Wine. So you guys will get a wine gift box if you, you know becoming uh, a partner of ours and it has our logo and everything on it. It's completely automated. Uh, and so it's also uh, basically fundraising a lot of percentage of their revenue goes to, depending on the type of wine that you buy, charities uh, as well. And so, sounds really nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty nice. Um, just we, yeah, it's something we do. It's completely automated with the track, uh, in our system. And we just send an email out to our account manager over there. And, uh, you know, it's, it's from my perspective, it's completely done and they just charge our card, uh, whatever box we send. Um, yeah, so you can absolutely do that. But once again, and, and I go to, what is you do the iron brand of course right i do the iron brand uh oh, i was you know, kidding you really do <laughs> absolutely i chose the most expensive option that's all 
is exactly right. Well, when people engage with us, we're pretty pricey. Because <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's, it's a journey, man. Uh, and so uh, if you guys are going to be spending a couple thousand dollars with me, I got to produce a uh, really great result. And uh, it's very valuable to me to have you as a client. And so and we want to make sure we take care of our clients. So what I just heard is, you know, if you're giving me a couple grand, I need to produce great results. So it's really valuable for me to get you drunk first and then hear <laughs> deliver. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> that way your expectation bar lowers a little bit. It's like, it's, you know, it's, it's like a closing time at the bar. You know, you're, you're just happy to have what's left there, right? You know? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Jordan asked if I can create a track and send him cookies and then he'll consider talking to his employer about cookies. Jordan, you know, no. I'm not here to sell ConnectWise and neither is Adam, so so neither of us care about that either. Yeah, <laughs> really. We're we're just we're just here to talk, man. That's that's really it. I mean, if you're already a ConnectWise user, then you're probably gonna get the most out of this. If you're not a ConnectWise user, then you'll you'll learn something, even if it's just a, a process or idea that you can take and try to implement with your own PSA or RMM. It's like if you're a Republican or a Democrat, no webinar is going to convince you to go other way. So, I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. Um, yeah, yeah, libertarian. Well, you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm not touching out of the ten foot pole. <laughs> what she said. Um, Jordan says connect wise. <laughs> Hillary uses data, so I mean, <laughs> that's what I was doing. Story. <laughs> that's what I was going for. Absolutely. I was actually hoping. And, and Bill was at the Autotask conference, wasn't he? Hmm. And then Datto was purchased by uh, Autotask, right? So uh, no, Autotask was purchased by Datto. Whatever, something's going on. I think the VC actually just merged the company. <laughs> too, too, too long, didn't read. Russia <laughs> owns Datto. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, let's try and get back on track here, guys. So, um, Angel, let's talk automate again. Sure. All right. Have you gone through and and I know uh, I, I don't know what you're able to share on on the screen by the way so probably not much fair enough so with with automate and I'm going to try and describe this since we can't share a screen right now you are able to go in and make like custom fields and those fields could be something that you can write into a checkbox a radio oh, yeah. box a drop down and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fields can be in the in the customer area. Yeah. Let me, so, um, let, let me see. I don't use a lot of them in the customer area. I use a lot of them in the devices and locations. Okay. But that is some cool stuff. So it really is, man. Because I remember when I was using, I'll call it lab tech. Um, Andy says it all makes sense now. No wonder Trump is always winning. <laughs> He's using ConnectWise. Uh, so, when, when I was using LabTech, I remember adding some custom fields and I don't know if it was the right way to do it, but I created my own like drop down of 
what level of service are they? And based on that drop down and maybe a couple checkboxes, it would automatically add them to a search because, you know, they would automatically get filtered in. And then that search would be applied to a group which would do certain things. And, and the group would be able to uh, install the antivirus or backup software or have particular monitors. Like if it's, a, if it's a SQL server, you can have a search that looks for SQL servers and a group that will apply all of the monitors for SQL servers just to the SQL servers. So, so when talking about automate and you use words like monitors and searches and groups to somebody that doesn't use automate, that means nothing to somebody that uses automate and just started. It also means nothing. And to somebody that's been using automate for a couple of years, it also sometimes means nothing. So um, I'm going to use probably a different way to describe it. Uh, I'd rather describe the process of what it's doing because it it helps to really look at the power of it. So I'll give you one instance of, of how we're using it. We have, uh, we use Veeam for our backup solution and uh, Veeam has different ways that you can monitor devices and and monitor backups. Uh, We'll take something really simple like a desktop. A desktop can be its own entity in Veeam, as in I'm taking a desktop and sending backups out to our cloud. It's not managed by anything. But if we're in a domain environment and the desktop is a part of the domain and we've got a Veeam control server uh, in that environment, I can send backups to that control server and then that control server offloads it to the cloud. So when I'm looking at monitoring those jobs, on a standalone computer, I'm going to want to read that standalone computer's logs. On a server environment, I'm going to want to read the server logs. So I have a checkbox that says, hey, this computer is managed by a server. And in that instance, it pulls it out of the groups that do the log reading and monitoring locally on that computer. Uh, and, and it leaves that uh, or it leaves it for me to monitor the central server. So I don't get duplicate alerts and things like that that I'm looking for. So that's a way that that I, I go ahead and and reduce some of the noise. Um, I also have some custom fields I use for reboot management. So uh, there are times when I want to reboot servers on a weekly basis. And I've got different types of agreements with clients on when we do those reboots. So I have a drop down list. And it just basically goes down the list of how I want to or when I want to reboot those servers. And each of those drop down options will then put the servers or even desktops in a group that will reboot, well, fire off a script to reboot that server. Now, the script is cool. The script goes through, puts the device in maintenance mode so I don't get alerts about a device being down when I'm rebooting it because, duh. Okay. Uh, Puts the device in maintenance mode, opens up a ticket, uh, monitors the device for reboot, issues the reboot command, and when the device comes up, it logs 15 minutes of time because guess what? Your robots, they work too. They cost money, so account for them. All right. So it logs 15 minutes of time, closes out the ticket, cancels out maintenance mode, and you're done. Now your client, if they ever look at their history, they have a record that you did what you said you were going to do. And uh, since our clients are all fixed fee, we're docking uh, profitability on, on the contract so that we can account for the cost of lab tech and the cost of the consulting that we have to throw in there to make it work right and all that fun stuff. So we can pay guys like Adam. 
Awesome. And uh, someone asked, <clears throat> which version of Automate are you running? Uh, I'm uh, actually on, uh, uh, hang on, help, about. <clears throat> I, I'm on pilot, the latest pilot, so 12 something patch, whatever. Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 on a pilot version here. Oh, there we go. Help about uh, 12.0.385 patch seven or 2018.7, depending on which naming convention and versioning convention you want to follow from LabTech or ConnectWise or whatever. So 2018.7. Yes, now sir. is is that the one that has? I I hear that there is a version coming out, or possibly out in pilot, that has even more web access yeah i have it um it's nice in a bind that's about it so you don't you don't want to use the web portal for I, i'm i'm not i'm not big on browsers i like having applications that's one of the reasons why we don't use autotask so for the guy that runs a mac you're going to still need a virtual machine. I don't like it. Running Windows. But to don't use a Mac. Nobody told you to use a Mac. You made that choice. Live with it. Good grief. Joe said, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> with me or with you? I know Joe is an Apple user. so <laughs> Oh, with me? What's wrong with me? Dude, let me, I'll go grab my therapist and we'll have a chat about what's wrong with me. So I think I think uh, th this could become a, a really interesting conversation. Wow. Okay, Joe, we don't gotta we don't gotta go to name calling, but oh, that's um, okay. I mean, he, I don't mind. <laughs> I think maybe he said clearly just because you brought up the therapist, though. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't lying either. <laughs> oh boy. So so okay. Joe, what what are your thoughts on the the whole browser thing? Um, because I'm I'm curious. Okay, so Joe loves it. So apparently he's he's had hands on the pilot as well. Um, now Lonnie said this is why I won't run ConnectWise because uh, as of right now you you got to have the app. So. I mean, it's it's. Hey, let's be let's be really specific on what you need. That like ConnectWise manage 100% browser, sell 100% in the browser. You can do everything in the browser now. So I have really? a lot of clients who are on Mac. Absolutely, the browser is 100% based. You now have setup tables in the browser. Anything you can do inside the desktop app, you can do inside the browser now. Uh, automate including setup tables uh, and is including setup tables and everything. You can do 100% of everything. Okay. So, so Andy automate, said that, uh, automate is different, though. So, so Andy's talking about you know how fast. Uh, I assume he's talking about how fast the browser is, and he said that there has been a lot of performance improvements in the desktop client. I will say that I I was working on an Automate twelve cloud hosted by Connectwise. I was really underwhelmed by just i mean it was taking i i'm i'm not exaggerating two or more minutes from the time i double clicked on a computer 
to the time it actually showed me anything and let me do anything. And I'm sorry, but that just seems unacceptable to me. Like, you know, I'm a Kaseya user and it actually works. <laughs> uh, if you want, I can show you a demo of mine right now. I'll share my screen. Okay. All right. Here, let, how do I share screen? Oh, there's a big green button Ooh, on the bottom. There we go. It says share. Share. Look at that. All right. C-H-E-R. Share. I'm going to go ahead and uh, share this screen. I don't think, I don't see any client info on it, so we should be good. Can you guys, uh, you guys I see, you see my I automate? See, yes, I do. All right. Yes. Check it out. Watch this. Watch this. Boom. Double click. And we're there. All right. That should populate here in a moment and I'm ready to do stuff. So is this self-hosted? Absolutely. Okay, so self-hosted doesn't suck. Exactly. Um, that's why. That's another reason I went to uh, to ConnectWise and, and automate or, or manage and automate, because you know I don't want somebody telling me how I can put my stuff and you know I, I just I'm I'm good hosting my own stuff. I can throw right. SSDs on it and SSDs cover over a multitude of sins. Um, all right, so I know that we have Adam for another 15 minutes, so I'm going to focus solely on manage. On the Can I go take a nap? PSA. Well, I mean, <laughs> you might have some insight, but I mean, you know, feel free to close your eyes or sip some of your coffee or whatever you're drinking over there. I'm off for water. It's now. all good. I finished the coffee and my coffee assistant hasn't filled my cup again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam. So, so tell me top down, what do you think is the most important things to configure for a new ConnectWise user manage? Absolutely. So, yeah. So one of the biggest things you, you know, I know you immediately jumped into tracks. Everybody wants automation. In order to get automation, you really have to streamline and set up your service boards correctly. Um, we also set up the accounting and chart of accounts. So we go, you know, Sierra Pacific, we go beyond the application itself. And so we work on the business and then we build the application. Uh, we integrate, you know, automate. Uh, we integrate, you know, sell you know, Datto, uh, all these other third-party tools, Death Director, IT Glue, you know, whatever tool set you might have, we go through and we integrate that. At the end of the day is we all want to know the numbers inside your business. We want to know and manage based on effective hourly rate. I don't know if everybody knows what effective hourly rate is. We want to know utilization uh, for your engineers. Let's, let's, tell, let's tell everyone what effective hourly rate is. Effective hourly rate is pretty simple. You know, um, it's how much time it's actually taking for you to do something and, and the dollar value which you're actually going to get that. So if I pay an offense, uh, it takes me an hour um, and you're getting billed a hundred, and I bill $100, the effective hourly rate is $100. But if I'm able to do two fences, I'm still able to get $100 in that same hour. I'm, now my effective hourly rate, you know, is $200 because I'm able to do two fences in that single hour. You know, um, and so it's just the amount of time it takes to actually do a job um, and because we also have to take into account billable versus non-billable uh, and then also that account you know affects utilization um, so we want to make sure we manage those numbers inside ConnectWise. ConnectWise is we feel the best tool for managing numbers within the business. Uh, now granted 
getting reports out of ConnectWise is a whole nother story. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm not even gonna scratch the surface there, but we usually engage with a company like BrightGage uh, to dashboard everything out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, also another company next now we use for custom report development, um, you know, because ConnectWise, once again, going to ConnectWise, going back to well, uh, service is extremely slow. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it takes, you know, to get a custom report built, you're talking six to eight weeks before it's finished. Uh, you know, and there's other third-party companies that can do it in two weeks. Um, so it, it's really frustrating. It's a phenomenal application to put everything in the system, but getting in, extracting the data, how you want to see it is really super difficult. Uh, and, and so they develop obviously the report writer, but once again, you have to spend time, like what reports am I looking for? What data am I, you know, trying to achieve? Uh, so once again, we whiteboard out, we, okay, well, what key metrics, obviously we have best practices. A lot of the reports in there uh, are really good. Uh, you know, agreement gross profitability is another one, you know, for looking at how much agreement is actually costing both hardware costs, but also, uh, labor costs. Um, so we want to basically obviously try to maintain a uh, 65% minimum, um, profitability on agreement. Okay. So it's really just leveraging, you know, services, the service boards, the metrics within ConnectWise. And, and uh, so we can actually get finance reporting. That's what the platform is built around managing your team, dispatching your engineers to be super efficient. Um, you know, and by, all, by doing all those things, obviously tracks is something we set up, you know, probably a year, maybe two years after you've actually been using ConnectWise. Um, you know, people try to immediately come to us and like, Hey, yeah, let's do this, this, and this, and their service boards are completely messed up. They don't even know, you know, they have, they have, you know, let's just say automate alerts and customer requests coming on the same board. Well, how can you look at a board that has a thousand tickets that are open on it? You know, it's just a bunch of noise and you're going to miss things. So we break things out, separate things out on different, various different boards, you know, if they have its own sales board and so forth. So that's, you know, it's, Key parts of the application we want to focus on first is, you know, service boards, uh, project module as well. And then we haven't even talked about ConnectWise Cell and how to leverage that. Or even, you know, once again, ConnectWorks is another tool that's great out there uh, that, you know, probably a lot of your audience has. Uh, it's a much cheaper tool uh, and it works really great uh, for just getting those quotes out. It integrates nicely with ConnectWise as well. So um, I, know so, a, I know a guy that uses Cell. And he he's he's done a really great job customizing it. I'm sorry I cut you off. Um, the way he's customized Cell is, you know, he basically has the the quote I'll call it in Cell, and that somehow when he sends it out, that quote is we'll call it a, a subcontract or a statement of work, and within the email that goes out, it also has the master services agreement. So basically the email that goes out has the full MSA and then the quote is, is listed in there as a a statement of work, which, which has its own terms, but also reflects all the terms from the MSA and then appendices and whatever else, all of that is, is emailed out from, from Quozal or Cell. So when he emails that out, customer accepts, puts in their payment info or whatever else they sign, they have just signed his full MSA. Absolutely. And so what we do, once again, we go back to the paper. Let's, and so when we're talking about sales and sell uh, application, 
we go back to the sales process. We define the process first. And then like, okay, when is the quote getting generated? Okay, when a quote gets generated, okay, then what template are we going to use? And so we take uh, MSPs, we bundle their services. So we, you know, manage services, manage backup, manage security, uh, hardware, software, uh, or is it a project template? So we set up various different templates. Um, we actually released a blog article just this past week. It's outlined those things. And the previous week, a really good sales process as well on uh, my site. And um, we really want to templatize things. So you can really quickly develop and publish a proposal out to a client without reinventing the wheel every time. You guys, MSPs, make it so hard on yourselves. Word documents, copy and pasting things here and there. It's ridiculous. Excel documents for everything and anything. Let's just take a step back. Let's sympathize it. Is it perfect? We get it. try to get it as perfect as possible. So you can actually duplicate that, replicate that for every single proposal you get out, deliver. And the nice thing about it is... I can attach any data sheets. I can attach uh, MSAs to it. I can attach all sorts of documents to that one proposal. So then when a customer signs it, it's a complete package. It's really amazing. So. Okay. Um, are you using Cell, Angel? No. QuoteWorks? Yes. <clears throat> so are you using QuoteWorks in a similar way to what I've, um, what I've just described? Yeah, some, to some extent. So um, I don't always send, like, for example, prospects, they don't get a quote works, quote valet quote. They don't get an online quote. Uh, it's all done by paper here in person. Uh, there's a very deliberate part or reason behind that. It's a part of our sales process. However, clients do get a... Um, uh, you know, do get quotes out of quote works. And, and if it's appropriate to attach an agreement to it, it becomes a part of the quote. So we, we do attach that agreement to it. All right. Now, I think this will probably end up being the last question for Adam. <clears throat> Migrating from Autotask to ConnectWise Manage. Talk to me. <laughs> am i selling you on this <laughs> no i actually have a guy that is is 90 percent certain it's all good. He's gonna sign he's going to sign the contract he's 90 percent certain with connect yep. so why don't you talk to the guy that's well, done it let's get it to well, 95 you, why didn't you pull the trigger after Adam, i'm going to you so. <laughs> hey uh so once again you know um when you switch platforms, it's no easy task at all. Uh, so oddly enough, for whatever reason, all the auto task conversions that we've done, they've requested not to have the data brought out of or exported out of auto task for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. It uh, tends to be uh, the companies less than five users don't really care about migrating that data over. It's not important to them. And so, so um, I understand. They're like, you know, we don't really care about our ticket history or, or email <laughs> history or anything else with our clients. Let's just switch platforms. We'll just, just switch platforms, right? Cool. That's cool. Is that what I'm understanding? You pretty much heard it. Yeah. So lately, you know, we've had a handful of conversions and they simply did not want to bring any of that information over. You are absolutely correct. And, uh, you know, there is a conversion tool. You know, ConnectWise does have a conversion tool to export all that data and import it into ConnectWise. Uh, okay. But at, at the same time, these clients just, you know, 
simply didn't want that history because they can just uh, export it and, you know, have it in a, you know, Excel document somewhere. You know, they felt that they could get the data in every one of these instances. But so, so ConnectWise does have a tool to so migrate. So again, again, to recap, <clears throat> we don't want to put this into our ConnectWise where it's all in one place. We want to, yeah, you're exactly right. You know, in in nine months, when someone says, Hey, remember about a year (laughs) ago when you helped me with something? And then they're like, Okay, were we in ConnectWise or Autotask then? And then they go search one and then they have to go search the other. And then because it's in Excel, it's formatted all. Is that really what? And you're letting these people do this? What kind of consultant are you, Adam? It's uh, it's their own individual business preference. I can't force them to make any of the decisions. I am a consultant and I'm a coach to help them along in their business. Steve, he's at a beach at a hotel and we're not. You answer that question. <laughs> All right. So uh, have, have you guys ever heard of, and these, these guys were on a, a webinar for 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 me in the last couple months it's a tool called slinger and sorry i i stuttered because apparently multitasking is hard um all right so slinger has all of these different things that it integrates with and i was trying to explain to people that slinger is is kind of like a zapier for msps and it's really cool um so, so all of the things that they integrate with, you'll you'll see Autotask here, and then uh, I swear ConnectWise was in this list. Yeah, here, duh. Okay, so what they're able to do is you, they will literally help you migrate all of your data using their app, so you don't have to export to Excel, massage the data, and then hand it over to ConnectWise or or use the import, which I th- I thought was really neat. Um, have either of you guys, and I think, uh, I think Adam's going to take off. So thank you, Adam. No, no, my battery just died. No, I'm listening. My battery died (laughs) on my laptop. So, (laughs) um, uh, so, so have either of you guys heard of Slinger? I don't know. I think I might've clicked on the link. I don't know if they're the guys that only support cloud instances of auto or of connect wise or not. One Mm. of these cool apps they they look like it was the answer to all of my integration problems and they and then they said they only support the cloud instances of connectwise and then i wanted to put curses on them gotcha just okay. being honest fair enough all right so now we're going to talk with angel about migrating from autotask to connectwise how how did you do it all right, guys, so, I'm bouncing out. Thank hey, you, Steve, so much, very Adam. much. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate it. Talk later. Bye-bye. Uh, so we did keep our data, um, and it's actually come in very handy because we have had to do some searches in the past. Um, so uh, keeping the data was Imagine huge that. for us. Yeah. Uh, uh, <clears throat> so that, that was nice. Uh, we did keep all of the auto task tickets and, and history in a separate board and so that we could kind of close that and get it out of our view when we were pretty much done. But if we needed to go back to it, we could kind of open it back up and reveal it again. Cause you know, again, out of sight, out of mind. And I, I just didn't want that info. Just like I, I see that uh, um, 
uh, I think it was Andy uh, in one, one of the chats, he said he wanted a fresh start. So he gave me the opportunity to get that fresh start without really getting that fresh start. Uh, so the, the, the migration went well. Um, all the agreements and contracts had to be done manually. And, and that's fine because I, I, I really can't expect that data to be, you know. Slinger insists they can do it. I don't believe it. Who? The, the app I showed you, Slinger. The uh, contracts and agreements? They the insist they can do every component. Uh, that's interesting because they're just completely different structures. Uh, so coming from Autotask and going to ConnectWise, it really is a very different way that they, they handle the agreements and, and contracts. So uh, we, and it wasn't a big deal to me, but my strategy for migration was, first off, I need to know or, or I need to do whatever it takes to, to be able to keep collecting money. So there were a couple of things. One, I need to be able to create invoices. Two, I needed to be able to bill people that needed to be billed and not bill people that didn't need to be billed. So uh, my fixed fee clients, I needed to be able to build a contract and I needed to be able to build, generate invoices for clients that were not on fixed fee. So, um, so those were part of my requirements and that really dictated the priority of how we migrated. Uh, so again, the migration went, in my opinion, it went well. It went well. We were not, you know, if we were to do it today, I don't know how that would go. In fact, I'd, I'm not even sure if we would do it today because of, you know, how how much volume we're doing. I mean, the bigger you are, the harder it is to make a change like that. Now you said the volume you're doing. I mean, how? What? What is? Are you measuring like tickets per day? Like, what kind of volume are you thinking? Yeah, we're we're running probably about 30, 40 tickets a day. Human tickets. That's not counting RMM and all that other stuff and automations and things like that but how many like about dog or cat tickets dog or cat tickets uh we're actually getting into dog and cat situations so uh i'll have to tell you once we have some more volume there uh veterinarian type no. clinics or no okay i i thought i don't know so <laughs> what what dogs and cats are you working on now i have no idea jordan said just... he can't you, you're drilling too deep. I thought you were going to walk away from this topic, so I thought I'd follow for a little bit, but you didn't walk away. Jordan can't make heads or tails of this. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to hit the sorry I can't talk right now button again, Dominic. Sorry. <laughs> um, all right. So let's see here. I know Andy said that it took him six months. Andy, are you, uh, I'm going to make you a co-host. If you want to do video and audio, I'd love if you could fill us in on how you did your auto task to connect wise migration, because I know that you did, <clears throat> you, you spent a lot of time and I tried to convince you every step of the way to stay in auto task and you just wouldn't listen. It's very disappointing. No, he might have. Oh, he said he's here. It works. There we go. <laughs> yeah. No, my migration was a lot of manual work. I want to. <laughs> you want to do that like every year, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That that's what I want to dream of doing: wasting money on on two products at the same time. <laughs> Um, 
Well, you yeah. weren't wasting money on one of the products. Yeah, Autotask. <laughs> no, I had issues with... I was a AEM shop with Autotask, and it worked really well. Um, however, AEM at the time had a lot of issues that were not being addressed. And so I, made, I jumped ship to LabTech, and I saw the light. I saw the golden calf at the end of the tunnel. Uh, so uh, the issue I had with Autotask was it would not um, automatically close tickets within LabTech. And, it, and there was a lot of synchronization issues between the two products, even though both of them, ConnectWise and uh, Autotask said it'd work. So, yeah, it's one of those idols from the Old Testament. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so effectively, I, I was like, I got fed up with that. After about a year messing with it, really trying to get it working properly, I had Autotask working to the way that I wanted it. But the tickets not closing, the tickets not synchronizing properly, that was a, that's a deal breaker. Because uh, I'd come back after a week and I'd see there'd be 600 open tickets and I'd look up the ticket numbers within LabTech and they'd be closed. It's, it's too much effort, too much manual effort. Um, so my whole thing was, is I need this to work. And so I was like, well, let's look at ConnectWise. So I finally went and got ConnectWise, got the, got all that uh, paid for, spent the next six months migrating, uh, Mind you, it's I'm a single guy, so like this could have you know if there was if there was two or three other people's here, then yes, it could have gone a lot quicker. Uh, but I manually you migrate. You're not single. <laughs> yeah, peoples. I need. I just need peoples. I need bodies. Um, but effectively, I I spent a lot of time migrating the uh, the um, what do you call them? They're not contracts, they're agreements. Uh, agreements from Autotask into ConnectWise. Um, I just got all of the uh, automated, like one of the things I didn't like, <laughs> one of the things I didn't like was uh, how Autotask would not magically count the number of devices and apply them towards an agreement. So that is now done magically within ConnectWise. Um, so if people add more devices, will they get charged for more devices? You guys, stop. Just I'll, I'm closing it out. You guys are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with Andy keeps reading the chat. And we I know. You guys stop reading stop. the chat. Yeah. I just closed the chat. You guys are. And, and the poor people on Facebook are confused. They're so confused. They're like, why is this guy stuttering every five seconds? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, what do you, what do you want to know about the whole process? I mean, it's, it's not an easy process by any means, but. Um, so you said that you left all of the junk in Autotask. Was there anything yes. that you didn't consider junk or are you one of those guys that said, I'm not going to migrate any, everything over. I, I did not directly migrate anything over on purpose because I did not want my, my auto task was my first major PSA and, and CRM. 
and I did not want my past mistakes carrying over to ConnectWise. Ooh, I like that. I like so that. I, I set up a lot of things within Autotasks that while they made sense at the time, they did not help me business-wise or they did not help me waste less time uh, doing what I need to do every day. So the, like, for example, like uh, invoicing used to take me about per client, probably about 15 to 20 minutes uh, in Autotask. Why? Exactly. It shouldn't have. And I ended up getting that down to about 10 minutes per client. Um, and there is, there were strict reasons and rules that, that had to be done according to Autotask for things to be pulled into QuickBooks. And I worked with my ConnectWise or, I mean, excuse me, I worked with my Autotask rep. I even paid them extra money to help me sort it out. And they said like, this is a problem. So I was like, well, that's not cool. Um, but that's, but there is third. Anyways, I got that sorted out with ConnectWise because the, the way the agreement structure works, it was just better for, I guess, how I was doing things. Not necessarily different, but just better. Um, there were a lot of automated rules and workflows that I had built within Autotask that did not or they just weren't even, they, they didn't, um, I won't say they didn't work right, but they didn't work consistently. And I had an Autotask guy, he's just like, I don't understand why this isn't working right. And I don't know if the ticket's still open with them or not, but <laughs> I don't know. It's been a year since I've been off of them. So Give it two more years and they'll close it out for you and resolve it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, with a, with an actual answer though. Yeah, you'll get an email. Yeah, yeah, you'll, I mean, because your, your email is still tied to the ticket within their system. So if it closes out, you'll still get an email from them about it. But um, yeah, so effectively, I, I, I chose to wipe everything because I did not want to carry over a lot of the bad habits, the bad setup, or um, the things that just did not work. And so when I, what I, the only thing I pulled from, auto task were a bunch of reports regarding my billable time um, and effectively the ticket summaries for all of those billable times. So I have about 20 megs worth of PDFs for each client that defines exactly what was done. Mind you, I've never used them, but they're there. <laughs> so. so now Angel did, it it sounds like both of you had a, a hell of a time switching from Autotask to ConnectWise. No, I mean mine was was pretty easy. Um, you I mean, know, again, it, I mean, it, I, it it was a lot of manual work setting up. You know, the agreements and everything. I mean, I, I don't think you can get away from that. But uh, it all comes down to the plan that you have, priorities, and, and organization of of, of making the, the cut over. We were off Autotask in one month. I mean, we were done. We, we, I, I was not going to pay for multiple months. So it was get in, get out and be done. Okay. And huh. I think, I think I set myself a three month ramp period and I left auto task 
running for three months just in case I had forgotten something. So my I was fully using ConnectWise after three months. And then at that point, I paid for an additional three months of Autotest just being there as a safety net in case something terribly went wrong or whatever. Um, but he's, Angel's definitely right. There is a lot of manual labor and effort involved in, in performing that kind of a migration because I went through, I, I renamed all of my products to make them more uh, searchable. I mean, I renamed all of my uh, agreements. I renamed, I mean, I went through and reset up everything now knowing what I know. So there's a lot of planning involved. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it boiled down to. Okay. So, um, well, thank you, Andy. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Um, do, does, does anyone have, I, I feel like we're at a point where we can wrap up. I don't have any outstanding questions or anything. Are there any questions that anyone has on anything ConnectWise related that maybe we didn't cover? I, I think, you know, and while I wait for people to, to type questions in or whatever, I, I just want to say that I think ConnectWise is an incredibly powerful platform. Um, so, you know, there's, and for, for people that are joining us late and maybe aren't using any of the ConnectWise products, there's uh, Manage, which is the PSA. So that's the CRM and ticketing and, and all that good stuff. And, I think Angel, you can even do some marketing and manage, right? That's what the salespeople say. Right, right. Um, automate. That is the RMM. That is the the automation management monitoring everything for each of the endpoints that that you are providing services to and for. So whether it's servers, desktops, uh, I believe you can even do like printers and firewalls and managed switches. And yeah, there's there's uh, there's some extendability there for that. Excellent. Cell is, I'm going to say, basically just a quoting tool. I mean, there's more to it than that, but I, I feel like that's the best way to describe Cell. I can't speak to that because I don't use it. How would you describe QuoteWorks? So uh, it's a quoting tool. Okay, so it's a quoting but, tool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I know that, you know, if, if we had an auto t- or a ConnectWise guy on, on here, they'd tell you that um, it's kind of cool. LabTech or, or Automate can, uh, can actually generate opportunities in ConnectWise. Uh, so for example, if you set a threshold of a computer being, I don't know, 36 months old, so a month 37, an automatic opportunity would be created to, uh, to, to sell a new computer. Or if you set a threshold for disk space, you know, and it could create an opportunity to, uh, uh, to sell a hard drive. So, uh, there, there's some of that functionality there. And I think cell takes advantage of that, uh, as well. Um, I know that there's some additional uh, automation that you can do among the, the, the tools using cell. So without being really authoritative on it, um, I can't really tell you much about that. Um, we use QuoteWorks and um, the reason we use it is one, it was cheaper. Uh, 
two and ConnectWise gets angry when I say this, but um, when we were buying, uh, one of their salespeople basically told me it sounds like you would be better suited with QuoteWorks because I didn't want to pay their price and their implementation and wait six weeks to implement it. So I went to QuoteWorks on their advice. They can so, be really cocky, can't they? Just a bit. So uh, anyway, uh, so that's why we ended up with QuoteWorks. And I'm, I'm, again, I'm really happy with it. Um, I'm old school. I like apps. I like software. I like stuff that runs on my desktop. Um, I, I, I also, uh, again, I'm, I'm really old school. I like coming into an office and working. I don't want to work from anywhere. If I'm not in the office, I don't want to be working. That's really, you know, it comes down to how I want to live my life. So, uh, so, you know, I, I like software on the desktop. It, it forces me to come into work and do it. Now I have ways to, to get in remotely and do what I need to do if I need to, if I have an emergency, but for the most part, again, I, I, I just, if I'm not in the office, I don't really want to be working. So uh, the, the ConnectWise suite gives me that flexibility except for sell. And so QuoteWorks plugged that in nicely. Another nice part that I like about the whole ConnectWise suite um, is that I can self-host. Uh, so when you self-host ConnectWise, you get some access to the back end. This is particularly important for me in uh, Automate. Uh, so I don't care what RMM tool you use, if you can't access the back end, you can't make some mass changes. So for example, uh, we got a client, we onboarded with 50, uh, 50 phones. And to go around to each phone and check the boxes I needed to have automate gather info would have taken me probably about three or four hours. Any RMM tool could have probably taken that much time because you got to go into each and open it and blah, blah, blah. It's not, it's not a device that you load an agent on. So you got to, you know, do the SNMP monitoring and all that stuff. Very easy. I went to the back end and automate, opened up my database. It's a MySQL database. I ran a query, all 50 devices got all the settings I needed and I'm done. So something that would have taken me several hours, I can do it on the back end in, in a few minutes. Same thing with, you know, we've done offboarding of clients. Um, so if I need to delete a client, do I go to each contact individually and delete it out of Automate, or do I just run a query, delete all the contacts, delete the company, and done? Uh, there, there's just I like having that flexibility uh, from the back end. The um, the the EDFs, the the extra data fields, absolutely sold me on LabTech uh, or Automate because uh, it means I can I can tailor my my service offering to how we do business and to whom we serve, which is something that we talked about earlier. Uh, you know, the flexibility really, that's what it came down to with control. Um, I, I, I like, again, there's a lot of flexibility that seems to come with the ConnectWise suite, especially when you self-host, when you go into cloud-based, uh, apps that are, you know, hosted by, by the, the vendor, you don't get access to some of those backends. So you kind of get stuck with however they want you to do things or however they think things should be done better. So those were some of my reasons. Uh, everybody's got their reasons for doing what they want to do. That's what makes this beautiful. You know, we can all work however we want to work. Um, but I'm the one in the webinar, so I get to talk about how I work. Excellent. Pretty simple. Well, Angel, I, I really appreciate you doing this. Um, this this has been, I think, informative. I mean, it it would have been awesome if I could have gotten somebody from ConnectWise here, but they told me that they don't have the bandwidth. So apparently they don't, they don't have enough. 
I, I don't know if that was their way of saying they don't have enough, uh, like, you know, internet bandwidth or if they just don't want to, uh, to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think they were interested in doing it. But that's just me. Yeah. I'll probably get a call later from them. You know, tell them to call me because I've been trying to get them to call me for months. Um, but again, that goes back to when you started off, you said, you know, a love-hate thing. Um, yeah. You know, it for for us and, and for how we do things, I wish there were a better tool to do it. We've looked and we get calls from every company, you know, from Kaseya to Autotask to solar winds to ninja and 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 every every time it just comes down to flexibility um none of them really offer the same level of flexibility that we have with ConnectWise that allows us to do do business and serve the clients that we serve i i'm gonna i'm gonna close out the webinar with with this um actually no i'm gonna close out in just a minute um one i want to share something with everybody i almost forgot about this so for those of you that are ConnectWise Automate users, you can go to slack.labtechgeek.com and you can join the LabTech Geek Slack team. And there are a lot of really great conversations that happen in there. So, uh, hey, you know, Joe, you say it's old news, but not everybody knows, okay? Especially the the guy named Dave who hasn't even signed his contract with ConnectWise yet. So yeah, join join this up. Uh, you'll you'll enjoy it. Next week is I'm going to call it Security Week at MSP Webinars. I want to I I, I want to get you guys pumped because I think these are going to be some good webinars. We've got Pluralock joining us on Tuesday, and they have a, a new biometric security software. It's an agent and it basically watches like the cadence and words per minute and everything else and how you use your, uh, your keyboard and your mouse to determine if the person that's supposed to be using the computer is actually using the computer. So that will be on Tuesday. I'll have the, uh, the URL up on my website here in the next 45 minutes to an hour or so for you to get registered to that Thursday Sophos. And for those of you that are a member of MSP webinars, you will get an awesome deal for Sophos. I'm, I'm getting everyone upgraded new and existing customers to the 1000 to 49.99 pricing. So, you know, if, if you've got, if you've already got a thousand agents or more in Sophos, it's not as exciting for you, but you know, for the guys that are signing up and might only do, you know, 50 or a hundred, that is going to be, you know, on, on some things like uh, uh, intercept X, it's like over half off. So the pricing is going to be phenomenal for those of you that are thinking about Sophos or are already on Sophos and on a lower tier. So I'm excited about that. The deal information for that will be available in the member portal on Thursday. You can go to mspwebinars.com to register for upcoming webinars or to become a member to get access to really cool deals or the Slack room that uh, we, <laughs> we unfortunately had to hijack for today's webinar. Um, 
the speakers were having issues, so we we had to uh, we had to we had to hijack the Zoom room here to have today's webinar and broadcast it into Crowdcast, which broadcasts it onto YouTube and Facebook. So there was probably like a thirty second delay. Hopefully, uh, hopefully nothing weird happened with the broadcast though. All right, I'm going to leave you guys with this though. Um, there, that was too funny. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys with this. Whether you decide you want to use uh, ConnectWise, Autotask, Datto Products, you know, Datto RMM, uh, SolarWinds, Ninja, or anything else, they all suck. You just have to figure out which one sucks the least for you. You know, none of these products are perfect, right? Um, you, you just, you just got to, Angel just said, embrace the suck. <laughs> that's hmm, double entendre there angel i don't know how i feel about that one so uh with that said we are going to wrap up today's webinar for those of you that are members of msp webinars um hop into the zoom room we're gonna keep talking and for those of you that aren't join so you can hop in the zoom room and keep talking thanks everybody you all have an awesome day see you next week Okay, we're no longer we're no longer live. There you go. You're you are now allowed to be unmuted. <laughs> Have you been looking for a way to stay focused on your goals and grow your MSP? Accountability groups from Rocket MSP can help. We offer weekly accountability sessions that meet online with a group of your peers. Your success begins with accountability. Go to www.rocketmsp.io to join your accountability group today.